0: Before I get started on today's topic, I wanna say that today is not S-Corp 101. We did a podcast about that um, and we'll link that in the show notes so that you can go back and listen to that one first. If you've got questions about how an S-Corp election works, when you should start thinking about it and how it saves you in taxes, go listen to that one and then come back and listen to this. Today, let's consider this S-Corp election 201. I really wanna talk about how um, choosing an S-Corp affects you, what things you need to think about, and why it's not the best choice for everyone. Most of what we're going to talk about today is the administrative burden of setting up an S-Corp. So let's start with the legalities, right? So one, an S-Corp election from the federal standpoint is a form 2553 that your tax preparer or accountant can file for you, but every state treats S-Corps differently. So you want to make sure that you've got legal advice, legal support around what that means for how your business is treated in your state and whether you need to register it differently. For example, some states treat an S-corp like a corporation other states treat it like a pass through where you don't have to do anything different but it's up to you to know what the rule is. So, that's the first step. You may need some legal assistance in order to make sure that the S corp is the best election for you. The second thing to think about is that an owner an S corp owner must pay themselves a reasonable salary. Now there are a couple of ways to come up with that. You can look at the market rate, you can look at how much your business is making and take a percentage of that to pay yourself, but in essence, you're an employee of the business now, which means you've got to set up payroll. You want to make a reasonable salary that is being charged payroll taxes throughout the year that partially are paid by the business and partially are withheld from your check. So that means you've got to put yourself on payroll. Now you can use third-party payroll processors. We recommend Gusto, which we love. It makes it a bit easier to take payroll off your hands, Um, but it's still a burden. You've got to register for the right numbers. You have to get your payroll numbers your unemployment you have to see if you're eligible or required to have workers comp insurance for your employees all of that has to be set up because now if you're an employee your business is an employer that means you've got to abide by federal and state employee laws and that can be quite a bit to keep up with especially if you're a small business that doesn't have hr support Electing to be treated as an S-corp also creates limits for you. So for example, the amount that you can contribute to your retirement account is now based on your wages and not just how much your business makes. And so if you've been making a huge profit and at tax time, electing to allot a good portion of that towards your retirement, know that now you're going to be limited by how much you pay yourself as part of that reasonable salary that we talked about. It also affects qualified business income, which is a deduction. Almost think of it like a standard deduction that you are allowed to take as a percentage of your business's um, overall profit or wages. So again, that reasonable salary that you set for yourself is gonna help to institute the limits to which you can uh, contribute to your retirement account or take that QBI deduction. Finally, keep in mind that as a more than 2% shareholder, there are certain ways that expenses have to be treated. I won't list them all out, but for example, if your business pays for your health insurance, now as an employee, that needs to show up as an additional amount on your W-2 that then you take the deduction for on your tax return. That's not how it is when you're an LLC and you may be treating it differently, so Definitely, definitely, definitely don't start from a place of, oh, I make enough in profit, I should automatically be an S-Corp. I shouldn't say be an S-Corp. I should say elect to be taxed as an S-Corp. That's not the only thing that you want to think about. You want to take into account these additional administrative tasks, other laws that you might have to abide by, and how much support you have in getting those done. We'd love to be able to support you. Check out our services at littlefishaccounting.com services, where you can see things like our tax prep suite, where we will not only estimate and pay your quarterly taxes and file your annual return, we'll also provide guidance and resources on things like S-Corp tax elections, how it will impact you individually for your business, and when you should start thinking about taking that leap. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at Little Accounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.